and do my thing. I want to get into it, man, you know. Like a, like a sex machine, man. Moving, doing it, you know. Can I count it off? One, two, three, four. Radio 929 the game 929thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg back together on this Sunday morning, the 25th day of September. I say to you, good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a good morning to you folks. And hang on, my papers are turned here. What? In Monroe. Why, why, why you turn the paper well, on the folks I, I in Monroe? I got my little thing here, too. You, you okay over there? Uh, you, you, you sure? Uh, Monroe. Uh, shout out to Monroe area. Monroe. Shout out to Monroe area, the Purple Hurricanes. They have a great, great team out there in Monroe. Yeah. You good? Yeah, I love my little. Where you, where you, where you, what are you, you looking for, man? You looking for. Well, you ain't got to tell everybody. Okay, all right. I mean, we were sitting there doing just fine, preparing for a show. And now the show gets underway. Okay. It's moving around all over the place. Amen. Good morning, everybody. So glad that you're with us. Yes. Uh, friends and neighbors. Friends uh, and neighbors. What? Hey, Mr. Rogers is. What? No, man. You're happy people. to be together anyway. It's morning, it's morning radio. Friends and neighbors. Morning. Glad you're with us and decided to share some of your morning with us. We're glad to be here with you on this show. Uh, and when we see a minute ago, take your umbrella with you if you yeah, have to go they, out. Yeah, they think we're going to see some rain falling. Man, I mean, I guess we can tolerate some rain today because yesterday was incredible. Clear blue sky. Yeah. You know what I mean? The humidity and all that, that, that sticky stuff is gone. You know, I was messing with Chris Park. I said, all right, it's cooler for the high school games. Do you have the hot chocolate yet? He says, no, it's not hot chocolate time quite yet. He said, but people can, you know, you go to the game, you might want to wear a little jacket or take a little something with you. Fourth quarter might be a little, you know, chilly. Do games. people, the broadcasters who do games still yep. bring, uh, well, let me put it this way. How do they bring their warm or hot beverage? Because they're got, assuming they have it there now. Most yeah, places have yeah. it. But but you usually bring that with you because we got you, you still bring a thermos with. with oh, some? I don't bring anything, but you know, the, but a lot of people do uh, because you can you got so many that you can buy now that will keep it maintain that temperature from home. Right. So okay. yeah. So you know, people whether they have it there or not, you bring some with you, <laughs> especially if you got to keep you know the vocal cords in in, in good shape. That's so, true. There you That's go. true. Mm-hmm. So I ask you, how you doing? All right, man. We have a good week. We here. We we, had, we both had an interesting week. We'll just leave it at that. Interesting week. Interesting week. But uh, but but we here. And Sunday morning is great. We yeah. got Falcons coming up later on today in the station. They stayed out west all week. They ain't um, come home at all, huh? Did not come home because they might have recognized John Abraham. You know. <laughs> see, see, see. You you didn't take long to get into I that. I did, man. We're gonna get into that throughout the show. If a famous ex Atlanta professional football, um, well, I won't say football. An ex-Atlanta professional athlete mm-hmm. were to be in your presence, not just no, like no, some no, third string. I'm not saying that everybody should know that, but somebody where he works should have known that. <laughs> you and don't like snakes about that, you know? Well, no, well they're not they're on the third floor in the parking deck. Yeah, I got. I told you they agreed with me. Somebody brought that from that state below us. You know, I don't. I the don't folks know where down they got south. Them from. It don't have to be the south. Just be the southern part of this state. They can come from. We have. We you know we have a little roundup for them in the spring down what? in the southern part of this state. Why are you gonna bring up Larissa's and, and, and Brunswick well, area? That, that's swamp man. That's where snakes like that area, yeah, right? Yeah, they got all kind of stuff. We are gonna talk with her later on anyway. That's why I brought it up. Yeah, we we're gonna, happy we, to have we Mrs. Happy. ACC. Well, but she got a story though. 
She Middle, does. Middle Tennessee State beating Miami yesterday. Ooh. Y'all going to stop putting folk like Appalachian State and Middle Tennessee State on your schedules. <laughs> them people, you know, they're going to they gonna, they come and take your lunch money. But listen, what? I ask you this again, and I'm asking you seriously. Whatever you would consider an upset or something you didn't see happen, which, by the way, happens every college football season. Yeah. But I say to you, the uniqueness of some of these upsets is this a is this a byproduct of the transfer portal? Transfer portal and the COVID. Period. And no, not that. Oh trans, no, transfer transfer portal and COVID year. You got guys who play in football five and six years. That's true. Yeah. Why Why do you think that's not a big deal? No, I didn't. I'm, I was asking you. I wasn't that's, pulling that, your that's answer. Just, that's, that's just as big a deal as the transfer portal. Yeah. No, I agree with you. Like I agree a, with you. You got a guy that's ready to get pension. Out there but playing we knew college that football. though, and we knew that. Though. We didn't we, know it was going to have that kind of impact, and we, we we thought we didn't think about to that quantity to that number, but that, it's a large number of a larger number of players who are playing this game at the collegiate level for a fifth and sixth year. Yeah, we so, talked I mean, about that so, when the so announcement was made. To me, that's 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 just as big a deal as the transfer portal. So then, then let's continue this because you are one who regularly talks about the, um, the the instances when a team is winning by X amount of points and they decide to put in some of them players who they need to really see play. Yeah. Well, whether it's you, whether, the whether, whether folk over in Athens might have a little problem with that. <laughs> Kent, Kent State gave them a game yesterday. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, uh, the, the fighting Steve Harvey's. So we don't want to do that. <laughs> that is his school. Um, but that's – that's a byproduct of what we're talking about here. Seeing those players, getting those guys in games to see what they can do. Absolutely. Well, and not just that, of, to see what they can do, but just to give them a chance to play. Yeah, you want to see what they do. It's evaluation. It's exactly it's, right. It, because, because you have all these extra players. And, and you've only seen them on the practice field. You do want to see what they do because the guys that are out there, your front-line guys, they ain't going to be out there forever. They're going to have to move on, and you that's part of your evaluation process. You can evaluate them from practice. Or you can have a real live game that you evaluate from, and that's what what Georgia you know gets from a game with a team like Kent State. Now you know, like this freshman I mentioned several weeks who was bored with how bad Georgia yeah, beat. Talked about that. I don't know if they were bored with that game. Or no, not. they weren't. But uh, but yeah, you know that's so. so <laughs> I mean, just just made it interesting, man. Talked about the Falcons being out west. Whether it's the Falcons, the Hawks, Atlanta United, you can listen to all three play. You can also. Get some great music and the news. Everything Atlanta needs right here on the Odyssey app. Want to mention that to you. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 the game, 929 the game.com. We are just getting started on this Sunday morning. Been a minute. We're back to doing like just once a week. And I'm not gonna break down the ebbs and flows of what is going on here at this station. Everything's all good, first of all. Let's make oh, yeah. that clear. Oh, yeah. But football season disrupts it. Yeah. And our coverage of some games and some 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 added features to the radio station, or the company, I should say, because some of this is coming from corporate, has trickled down to what we do. And we understand it because it's the big picture. It's about how we present sports to you. So given what Mr. Crenshaw does on Friday nights, he ain't getting up at dark 30 in the morning on Friday, on a Saturday morning, and, and frankly, I don't want him to. And get his sleep. In most cases, as opposed to this week, you getting ready to get on a bus or do something with Georgia State on a Saturday. Y'all got that out the way early this week. Uh, Thursday night, but we got a lot out of the way. <laughs> yeah. that, that wasn't a very pleasant experience. Um, um, a lot of injuries. Even the long snapper got got hurt this week. Well, you'll talk about that. We're going to yeah. bring you up on, on yeah. what went on locally here coming up. But you did that, so we're not here on Saturdays. And here we are. Eric's behind the glass. Sam and I are here on Sundays, and we're going to give you what we can. And we're going to have some fun this morning. 
because when the Falcons get back here and they start their 1 o'clock kickoffs, that's going to affect Sunday. Right. That's all right. That's okay. It's ain't heavy lifting. We're going to have some fun at it and enjoy it, and we can't thank you enough for, uh, you know, kind of doing the pivot with us as we um, – Doing the pivot, is that a dance? Doing the pi- it should be, shouldn't it? It, it, it sounds like something from the city, like some movie that chronically music in the sixties. Doing the doing the pivot. <laughs> do the pivot. How would how would that look? The question is, who would sing the song? Yeah, really. It got to be somebody who. Uh, that's a Jackie Wilson song. Think so? I I've, if I had to make somebody sing, I'd say that's, that's a Jackie like Wilson because he did this because he did work it out. Yeah, not, you yeah. Know. But you don't yeah. want Chubby Checker. He's too big. Okay. Pivot. Okay. Yeah, that would that be that would be a different type of pivot. Plus, he won. He he got that song to number one twice. That ain't right. <laughs> that song went. There's only one of the few songs that went to number one twice. The twist, and he could do that. Uh, coming up later on the show, obviously we're going to be talking more college football uh, later on this hour. And the Braves, they finally got uh, ended that little losing streak they had. They got a twenty str- game winner. They yeah, they got a twenty game they winner. Got a, a guy who didn't winner. win and, one game. And that's the thing with you. If you had picked any of the Braves pitchers before the season started, it would be a twenty game winner. I don't think he would be the one. No, pick. no. So congratulations, Mister Wright. Uh, I am. I was feeling pretty good last week. My prediction was there with the Mets falling back and the Braves getting over them for a minute. Now, uh, I mean, we still got a chance. And, of course, we got the series here. It's still there. It's It's, still there. But I I really don't like the way they're actually playing like a team who wants to win this division because normally they get to this point of the season and they shrivel. It doesn't matter when they do it as long as they do it. Yeah, as long as they do it, that's fine. So we're going to be talking Braves. Got Corey McCartney coming up later on in the show. And is the case, you heard me talking about it a second ago. The newest and biggest show in the Great Lakes area is the High School Scoreboard Show. Friday nights. The Great Lakes area? <laughs> yeah, the Great Lakes area. Well, I want to be the president. I decided this week. It's Lake Oconee, Lake Lanier. I ain't talking about, no, this ain't, this ain't the Great Lakes. Don't dissect my joke. It is bad enough I, as it is. I'm saying which lakes do you consider to be great? What are the Great Lakes? There's only one Great Lakes in this country. The Great Lakes. Okay. Not, they got Great Lakes the size of Georgia. So it can't be talked about out of here, man. We can't be talking about Lake Alatoona. Oh, Lake Lake Alatoona. Lake, Lake, Did I literally thought about that? If Clark's I could, Hill, if I want to be a president, president or the governor or something of this area, yeah. I'd want to be Lake pre- Spivey. No. Nah. Oh, I love it out there though. I've been out there two times, and both times I've had a wonderful time. Was that we qualified to be a great lake? It was a wonderful lake. <laughs> Not to be outdone by Lake Carroll. If you could be the That's president. That's the lake on your way into Carrollton. Yeah, okay. Which homecoming is coming up next week at the alma mater. Got your hand there? Yeah, you got man. a tuxedo? Yeah, yeah. You put a little carnation on your date? Tux- oh, man. Okay. Tuxedo. Going on. If you could be the leader of some area of this country, what do you, you get to choose one. Huh? Anything pop? If you could be the Like if I said to you, you could be the the the. the Whatever name you want to give, it wouldn't be president, but mm. governor or whatever. The leader Mystic of Mystic Poobah. Yeah. Of of the of of the Grand Canyon. The Mystic Poobah of the Grand Canyon. Of the Grand Canyon. Okay. And that means everything surrounding everything that includes the Grand Canyon, you get to oversee and be a part of. And that and that whole region. So that's what I mean. If I could run the Great Lakes area, that'd be kind of first of all, I'd have four states. Under my finger. Yeah, you would. <laughs> yeah, no, I'd be telling them what to do. Yeah. Uh, and then I'd be winking at Canada, pointing at them. Don't mess with us. How would you get around, though? you have your big house boat to go around to the different Oh, no, man. I'd, get me a, I'd have a special helicopter you to bounce around. You wouldn't want to be out there. You, you, if you're the ruler of the waters, don't you want well, to be on the water? I'd have a couple boats. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I'd, you know, get like Jordan's boat. 
<laughs> the Tiger's boat. Set, well, okay. that's the one you want. That's true. Actually, there's a couple others, too, I, I saw that I won't say. I'm in great here. So this, we talked about the 6 o'clock hour, but the 7 o'clock hour is going to be very, very special. And we would love for you to enjoy it the way we are going to. And here's why. We're going to replay from that show I was just talking about that took us down the rabbit hole of you know where you want to be president of and Sam's show here um, in, the, in the Great Lakes area. But the signature feature from High School Scoreboard Show is School Days. That's where Sam and Chris Parker every week talk to a well-known athlete. And you probably know him from his college time or his, his, his pro career. But they specifically focus on one thing, and it was their time playing football here in the state of Georgia. And this week they're going to feature – Gordon Beckham, yep. Westminster, one of the top quarterbacks ever. He was uh, he's all state quarterback at Westminster. You see him now on uh, Braves Live, right? You know he's from the area, but he played professionally in Chicago with the White Sox for many years and played at baseball at University of Georgia. And he had some rather profound things about to say about kids playing more than one sport. Okay, you know I said a lot of people see if you're going to go baseball, you give up football. You don't do that. He said he would not give up football. Well, we're going to play that uh, that interview coming up top of the hour. Terrell Thomas is going to join us. These Urban Times, you were with him the other day as the Hawks uh, got things getting started with the Hawks. Basketball at a, at a season place, right around been, the corner. You had a place you've been to. Yes, I have. And, uh, uh, so Terrell's going to join us, talk about a couple things with him. And for the second week in a row, our little cousin, Larisha Harris, yep. new mama, mm-hmm. ACC Network broadcaster, well, is she, going to well, join us. She saw us. something yesterday. She's going to talk about, I among other things. People who, who still waiting for the return of the U. Yeah. Uh, Chris the Ball had himself, that. he had a, a, an eye-opening experience yesterday in Miami. So, Larissa's going to be with us to talk about that. Corey McCartney, as I said, is also going to join us. And we have got ourselves a correspondent out in the great Northwest. We're going to talk to Miles later on in the show. So, this is great. We're just getting started on this Sunday morning, the 25th day of September. It's Sam and Greg. And we're also going to hear from Eric at some point. I got something for Eric coming up here. So we're going to do this the next segment. I got something for him and something uh, I want to tell uh-oh, the uh-oh. audience about him. So this is all good. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929TheGame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Second down and 10 for Stetson, who at least at the beginning of this play lines up under center with Kenny McIntosh behind him, and it's Bowers, just like Stetson talked about in the open. Just get him the football. There he goes. 75 yards. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9 thegamecom it's Sam and Greg. I want to thank. Um, oh, geez, no, I just forgot. Um, SEC Network. Thank you, SEC Network. I get all these notes in front of me, and I think here. Yeah, Georgia got it done yesterday, uh, thirty-nine to twenty-two over Kent State, and you can talk about the closeness of that final score or how they looked, and uh, I don't think it's going to affect their their standings. Yeah, well, or some rankings. people, you know, you know, having a game that wasn't a. Doesn't have that kind of final score. Yeah, but where's the where's it the could, line though? It could. I, I that's the worst part and, about and it. And though. you say does Alabama go back up top? They ran up big numbers on Vanderbilt. They say, well, that's a Southeastern Conference opponent, a better caliber opponent than Georgia faced. But they put in a hang on bigger score. But we all know Vanderbilt holds up the conference's great point averages. <laughs> yes, they so, do. So so you know that's <laughs> that's kind of their purpose. 
Uh, the the all-academic team, Vanderbilt, that's it, that's Vanderbilt, it, Vanderbilt, it. Vanderbilt. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I'm just saying they prop, they prop up the rest of the conference. So that, that's their role in the SEC. But, but I, you, you know, that's something people are going to debate until the, the new rankings come out later today, and we'll see if it does affect uh, where Georgia is. That They're number one. Um, they, they, you know, they win the game. Stetson Bennett didn't have a fantastic, you know, he threw big numbers. He gave up an interception. Um, so there were some sloppy things in the game. One person who did get off the bus ready to play once again was Brock Bowers. Uh, he brought yeah. it last week. He brought it again this week. Um, he's been very, very consistent and uh, been someone that they can can, uh, can lay the hat on and say, hey, this guy's going to show up every week. You know, you look for different things in a game like this, and you, you, you realize it's an opponent that you got a bigger budget, you got more folks, you got a high-caliber player. You also re- realize that this is their Super Bowl. Right. You know, they're coming down, and they just, you know, they didn't come to town. It's not homecoming, so they didn't come riding into town on a float. You know, they came down but to Wouldn't that know, be something if they what, did? What, what, what you know, <laughs> and this gives me another direction because you know you, you know I worked for a long time with Fred Khalil. And Shout Fred, out Freddie and, and Fred. You know, played in Indiana. Yes, for, he did. For Lee Corso, okay, was coaching there at the time. I mean, Corso had a sense of humor about it. He knew Bobby Knight was king. That right. basketball made a big yeah. deal, and so and so he said, you know, we're going to this place. We're going to ride into town on a float, guys. He says that Coach Corso would say, just you know, because you know what people were expecting from him is Indiana mm-hmm. football. Um, but but Kent State didn't come in on the float. They came in and, and, and played ball. And, um, you know, if you got that opportunity, show up. You know, there's somebody that played on that team that caught the eye of some pro scouts because, you know, there's a ton of pro scouts at Georgia games. Right. And, you know, I know from, you know, covering with Georgia State, guys you see from state who are in the NFL, they balled out when they played against those big opponents. People remember that. So, I mean, somebody, somebody made, made them a little money yesterday. Even though the score, the final score is 39-22, is not what Georgia fans expected from their national championship team. I don't know they want to question the defense. But, I mean, we got a comment from Coach. Let's see what Coach had to say about how things turned out yesterday. You're not going to grow up and mature. This was a growth week for us. We really talked about growth the entire week. I was very pleased with how our guys approached uh, the practice and the games and the leadership. Uh, I was really proud of how we came out in the second half. And got a three and out, and then the offense had a great drive all the way down. Just didn't cash it in for a touchdown. So we had some costly penalties and turnovers that hurt us. Uh, but our team got better today, and that was the key for me to say, did our team get better today? And I can honestly say we played a good opponent and we got better. For that, I'll open it up. So that there you have right. it. I mean, some people may have left the stadium with their mouth stuck out because it wasn't, you know, it was 39 instead of 69. But Coach says, hey, we got some work done. And like I always say about these games, you got to evaluate. Yep. Yeah. You got some, some other folk out on the field and to see and see what they'll do, you know, in a live situation. And what's smart about that? You're going to get tape on Georgia as you move forward. You're going to have some bigger games coming up. They're going to see what they're doing in these first three games. And um, four games, if you will. And they could start locking in on Bowers or somebody else. Like obviously, you know, the, the quarterback is the quarterback. But you don't want to just show everything that you can do in these first four or five games. And so the fact that some of these may not be the blowout that you thought, as you said, he's working on some stuff. He's he testing out some things, giving some people a chance. You don't want to put them in having to see what they can do against Florida. right? You want to, see, you want, you want to use Kent State for that. Um, the other thing about this is I don't think they're going to fall. And here's the reason why. Hanging on one thing. You can talk about the margin of victory if you'd like. Georgia got two SEC wins. Alabama got one. So I think if there is 
All things. I only got one. Pardon? At one. I'm looking at Georgia. They don't play South Carolina. Pardon? They've only played South Carolina. It's the only SEC team they played now. I see two. Oh, okay. That's right. Sorry about that. I was looking at actually home. All right. Well, anyway. And I'm, you look at what's coming up. You, you got Missouri, who lost to Auburn yesterday in overtime. And then you got Auburn. And you got Auburn. Whose coach has got one foot on the banana peel out the door. And you got Vanderbilt, who's your, you know, like I said. They'll they, get smarter. They prop up the great point averages. I mean, that, that's, that's, what, that's what's coming up. So, I mean, he to me, I understand what Coach says when he says we, we got better. You know, instead of just saying, you know, idly with these games coming up, he, like you said, he's working on something. He's looking for something. He's watching for some things. And, uh, you know, he, he, he's seen what his front-line folks can do. You want to show up that, that uh, you know, those number twos and number threes and make sure that, that their strength, they're all the way through because the back end of the schedule is where the tests are going to come. Right. Tennessee beat Florida. That's a game again. Yesterday, they had 100,000 folks. They came in on the boats and all kind of stuff up in Knoxville. Oh, you know, I was enjoying the, that. The, the, you know what I mean? I but, really was. But, but that's, that's, <laughs> that game is back. Yeah. For many years, you know, everybody tuned in and paused when, when Georgia played – I mean, when, 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 uh, when Florida played Tennessee. That game is back. It's a yeah. factor. And people saw it yesterday. And Tennessee is, is showing – like I said, they're winning early this season. They said they, they made a commitment to their coach. They extended the contract and gave them a raise. You know, it's like they're learning from what all these other schools around the conference may not have been doing, firing, rotating coaches in and out. They said, we're going to stick with this guy. We're going to make a commitment to this guy. We know we're Tennessee. We got the facilities. We've always recruited great athletes. Let's see if we can get them to stay here and become a great team again. Sam McGregor, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Somebody asked me a question. I actually could not answer it. I don't know if um, – I, I just couldn't. Why is – is it rotate every year, or who gets the privilege of being the home team for that Georgia-Florida game? No, well, you want me to be home team in name because you're that's what I mean. a neutral flag. But you could, you could control, obviously, what, uniform colors? That's about that, it. That, that's about that's it a, yeah. because they, they, the tickets and everything are equal. Everything, right, yeah, right yeah. down the board. I, yeah. I couldn't answer that. So, mm-hmm. you know, do, do they rotate it every year? But my point is when they put it on your schedule as a home game or an away game, that – I don't, you know, this just this is one of those weird situations because we do well, look at people, some schedules. Well, well, people who know it's not a home or away game, you, you know where this game is played. I'm looking forward to it either way. Well, and yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing what happens with Tennessee coming up. And I think that what we saw with Kent State will carry over because I'm sure that Kirby's getting these guys ready for, okay, this is how we attack. For those of you who haven't played, and, and, and I don't think that this is the first week, first week he's addressed this, but now they're going on the road. They've been on the road for, what, two games. Mm-hmm. They're going to be home for two games. So they really want to make a statement at Missouri. They really And do. try to make as many people get in this game because, as you said, things dial up after Missouri. Yep, yep, yep. And, and what they do, what thing was that will dial up with Missouri as well? Missouri recruits a different caliber of athlete than Kent State does. Um, so they may not have as many, but they, they recruit a different athlete. But, I mean, you think about what's going on here because Georgia can look at this – you know, the, the Jacksonville game as a home game. So if you look at that way, they technically got the – when they get back from Missouri, they got four home games. And against some teams, they got to beat. When you talk about Vanderbilt, you talk about Florida, you talk about Tennessee and Auburn. Whew. Yeah. But they, they're going to earn their way back to that championship game, but the good news is they get to do it at home for the most part. For the most part. And, and, and will you face your tougher opponents will be, be at home. 
And I think that's the thing that you're looking at as far as as far as things go with that. About, meanwhile, meanwhile, Alabama's schedule is about to get a little testy for them. They got Arkansas coming up next. And they are mad as you know what. Yeah, they are. Did you see how that ended yesterday? Yeah. Yeah. Y'all need to go see the replay of that. Eric, jump in here for a second. How you doing, first of all? Doing wonderful, gentlemen. Appreciate you being with me always. Morning. Did you get a chance to see any football yesterday? Uh, not really. I was uh, I was refereeing football yesterday, uh, so I did see it, just not on the college football <laughs> level. So Arkansas had a chance to beat Texas A and M at the end of the game, mm-hmm. and well, it was probably about a minute left, right? But Arkansas was out of out of timeouts, and they were down by two points, and they kicked a field goal, and it looked like it was going to. It was you could tell it was going wide right. Okay. Right if you kick it. But it wasn't going that wide right. And it was going to go right over the upright. The, uh, the, 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 the tallest part of the right goal post. Okay. Well, if you're looking at it. Mm-hmm. I've never seen a football hit the top of that. It's like it dinged. Like when a baseball a home run's going and it hits the top of the, the wall point. right where that yellow line is. Okay. And pops one way or the other. And this one hit the top of that. And then popped back toward the field. And they missed the game. And they didn't do nothing but show Arkansas players on the sidelines crying. And Arkansas was undefeated in the top ten, correct? Yeah. 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 Mm. yeah. So, yeah, you know, I thought about that. I mean, that kick secured Jimbo Fisher for one more year. Because if they'd have lost that, they'd already been talking. They'd have been talking about uh, Urban Meyer going down at, uh, you know, they, Texas they, A&M. They, I know I, Texas A&M got a lot of money, but that's, that's an awful <laughs> – yeah, that's, that's, that's a serious severance package. That's a serious severance package. They will do anything. Could you imagine if they did? What's that scenario look like if they brought him down there and he agreed to go and then, you know, right across the fence is Nick Saban? Uh, I mean, I you mean, you talk about a story. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, I mean, Urban's phone's going to get a lot of rings here in, in the next. You think? Couple more, yeah, 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 absolutely. Because right. it's college. Mm-hmm. On the college, he ain't going to the pros again, but he'll yeah. get it on the co- yeah. and on the college level. Yeah. And he may end up doing like Lane Kiffin, go to a couple smaller schools first, no. and work his way. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. I'm at a couple, but he may go to one not traditional power, unless it's one He's of those Urban Meyer, not Bobby schools. Petrino. Unless, yeah, all right, but it ain't one of them. I don't see him going to California. So I could see him taking over one of those schools or one of the uh, Pac-10, 12 schools or whatever it's called now, however the number is. <laughs> but but I don't see him coming to a traditional Big Ten or SEC. And for that matter, I'd be surprised if it was an ACC school right out of the shoot when he comes yeah, back. But he's but, coming uh, back. Yeah. He's, he's, he's definitely coming back. Um, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. I said I had something for you, Eric. Um, and, and two things. One is I do want to give you credit for the music that you do play because last week somebody gave me a compliment. No problem. And, and, that, was Joe, and, that was Smoking Joe. Smoking that's right. Joe. Yeah. And, and while I, I do take credit for some of it, and Sam jumped in again, I got nothing to do with that. <laughs> um, you do do the majority of it. So if, if I made it sound like it's me, it ain't. So I'm gonna say that you know, it's funny you would say that. I was watching one of my favorite movies this week. And one of the songs from the soundtrack came on, and I said, I'm playing that on Sunday. I'll wait for you to see if you can pick it out when I do it. Okay, okay. Had you in mind, too. I was like, oh, Greg will love this. And the other thing, <laughs> I, wa- the other thing I wanted to tell you is, on this date, 1867, you should puff your chest out. I know you're Morehouse. My, uh, I know uh, you're but, Morehouse, man, but, but today was the day that Congress created the first all-black university, and that would be? All-black university? Yes. Cheney. Howard. 
Congress created. I Congress say. created. Okay. Because okay. Cheney University is the oldest HBCU. Morehouse as well was founded in 1867. So yeah. a lot of HBCUs have 1867 as their okay. well, founding year. Either 67 or 68. Well, Those it happened on years. this date. Okay. We ain't talking about the year. Gotcha. <laughs> it happened on this date. Okay. And I thought you'd puff your chest out on that one, yeah. too. But when you said 1867, I figured you, you were. You knew what I was going with yeah. that, right? I, I was close. I was figured you were going to be somewhere in HBCU realm. There you go. All right, well, we are, um, listen, we're going to keep this nonsense going. We're having some fun here. Um, coming up next, going to switch gears, talk some baseball. We will be talking more college football throughout the show, but we got some baseball up next and what's going on with these Braves, and should we be concerned about Mr. Schreider going on the DL? <sighs> Obliques. I don't know when those things heal. They just kind of come and go, right? Yeah, yeah. There's He's got no that going no, on. No real time frame. Talk about that next. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Swing and a drive, hammered right center field. That ball is going to go. William Contreras has just hit his 20th home run. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. I ain't thought about Tina Marie in forever. I know, man. Oh, oh yeah, man. man. It's uh, Sam and Greg on this 25th day of September. Uh, thank you to Bal- uh, Bally Sports, right? Bats Bally Sport- woke up. B- Bally Sports South. I want to get the South part okay, in there. Okay, yeah. Um, Wilson Contreras. Bats woke up. Yeah, they did. Finally. 14 hits yesterday. I mean, you, things were concerned this week when the run production went down. And they lose the game one nothing. We say, well, one nothing. You know, everybody from top of the order to the <laughs> bottom like been it. ripping the cover off the ball. And all of a sudden, you know, nothing. Well, yesterday, that, that, that came back. And it, you know what? It kind of makes sense. Kyle Wright has gotten good run support all season long. For whatever reason, the bats go for this guy. Right. You know, they get they get some runs for him, and he goes out and he does what he does. He has another great effort again yesterday. Uh, struck out six. Um, you know, two earned runs he scattered. But Kyle Wright gets his 20th win of the season. The first in the majors. How about that? If you had to pick a guy, <laughs> really, if we you gonna, had a bunch gonna, of them in the lineup. We're going to get back in the DeLorean and go back to Vegas earlier in the season we'll just go, with yeah, $1,000 in your pocket. Where are you going to put it? I mean, 20 wins, and here it is. Kyle Wright with Braves. Oh. Uh, 20 wins of the season. It's great to see him get that. Uh, Michael Harris, also a home run yesterday. His 19th. Um, he's, got, he's got 19, and Bryce Harper got 18. Michael Harris got more home runs than Bryce Harper. Michael, does Michael Harris, in your mind, Slam dunk, got a piece of trophy, got a piece of hardware coming at the end of this season. I would think so. I, I wouldn't know if anybody else. And we, Eric, is somebody you think going to give him a push for this? I mean, it was amazing. When uh, you only the come. other guy that's in his dugout, that's the one that's currently, you know, suffering from a little abdominal pain. He, they're going to take votes from each other. That's going to be the only issue. Pitcher I mean, is not going to get it, though. You talking about Strider? Yeah. Yeah. Nah, he, they won't give it to a pitcher because they got the, this. <sighs> For rookie of the year, I understand that. I could go I down a list of them, sir. I, I got it, but I, for whatever reason, he did. He didn't pop till like post All Star game. Was that was that, is that fair to say? I don't know about post All Star game. I think I, it, mean, I think it was post All Star game because if he was getting it done like this, he'd have been talked about to be included, given what he's bringing, you know, over the plate from sixty feet six inches. But I agree. I, I see what you're saying. I, I think not, we should take that question and mark it down for our guest at uh, 8.20 a.m. So he okay. get his opinion on that. We uh, weren't sure what Strider's role was going to be. That's what I mean. For the longest time. But at least he was on the team. 
Harris wasn't even on the team. Well, that well, that's what makes it even more. And plus, he's an everyday player, and he's doing what he's doing to the point where the Braves broke him off something before he even had a full season. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that, I mean, <laughs> that still boggles my mind. I mean, think about it. He was going from uh, moving out of mom and dad to getting an apartment. We had the old man on to, the show. To, to, yeah, I'm getting him an apartment. <laughs> you know, what's he buying next? You know, like, I mean, well, we had the old man talking about, like, we got to call Jeff Goldblum and find apartments on .com. <laughs> <laughs> and then this happens. So Ooh. that's why I feel like that's – I won't say slam dunk, but I think he's the leader in the clubhouse. Now, you mentioned Strider is out and it's retro – is uh you know is his time on on the injured list? We'll see how that goes. Also, Acuna uh, set out yesterday. Yes, he did. And so you know we're moving on. He's still day by day. And, you know we'll see. Yeah, that's how, that's how they're gonna have to play him. You know for the remainder of this season anyway, uh, and see how he goes. So we'll see what happens. Charlie Morton is your starter today uh, for the Braves as they go in the uh, final game, final time facing Philadelphia today. So. And see if they get another win and, and win this series. It's important because they got the win yesterday in the Mets. No, it, it'll be a split. Yep. It's a four-game set. Four-game so four game set. Four-game set. Yeah, two or two, hopefully. Hopefully, hopefully they do that. And then the Mets lost to the A's. You got to love them out there. You got to love them. <laughs> you need them to lose one more you know, and us to split and get that thing back to a half a game. These, you know, the, these guys finish up this road trip. They go to Washington after this. Yeah, well, now we say Washington should be a problem. But you don't know. Yeah. But everything I mean, the, the, getting... team, the team they're playing now is a team that will be a problem. Philadelphia well, has come on strong. Philadelphia's come on strong in the last month. They're playing good baseball. They're sitting there at number two as far as wild card. That's why. So they actually have something to play for. Yeah. And that's, there's that problem. So what we, when we get past Philadelphia, there's nobody really hungry. And you got to wonder if Washington, you know, we know what we're going to get with the Mets in Miami. Well, Miami just on GP wants to do what they can to disrupt any kind of success well, the Braves have. Absolutely. They just want to just do that. They're going to hit Acuna. They're going to do whatever they got to do. Washington is, for me, this series coming up starting tomorrow night. You know, obviously we can get past Philadelphia today, but this Washington one is, is going to be the one where I think that they either pass up the Mets, hopefully, or at least, you know, become even with them when they enter that series coming up. This is there any tickets available, by the way, left for What's this that? upcoming week, next weekend? Um, probably, <laughs> probably not many. That's <laughs> gonna say. I would say not that not many because people will want to be out and to see that. And the attendance has been simply remarkable all season long for the Braves, but especially when those uh, th- those uh, those big series. So, and people want to be there. If this is going to be the time when they reclaim the lead and solidify it and win, you want to be there. Yeah. So uh, you had the chance to How see. How many it. people showed up at that night? Hank Aaron hit that uh, 715th home run or 14th? How many people? <laughs> There's like two 200,000 people in, in Fulton what, County that's, Stadium. That's what, pe- that's what people would tell you. Have claimed. Of, of all the people oh, who I was claimed, there that night. claimed to be there. I did not claim to be there. I watched it on TV. I was there for 716 with about five. Where are you now? With about five. Yeah. Oh, I never heard that. Yes, I have. That's when we moved to Atlanta. Okay, but I didn't know you were physically at the game yeah, for but, 716. But it was no big deal. It is a deal, man. It was two nights. At, no, it was me and about 4,000 of your closest friends. How many people can say that they saw somebody hit number 700 whatever home run? Bunch of folks in San Francisco, but they don't count because that was a cheat. I, I, so, saw, I saw one of them. You saw, I saw him no, hit one in Atlanta. There. You were physically there. That's what I'm saying. Right, but Barry had 62 after 700, and I saw one of them here in Atlanta. 
But let me ask you a question. I, mean, by I, saw, the way. I saw Hank Aaron hit a few home runs. But I mean, after he after seven hundred, that's what I'm saying. That's why I think that's special because not many people can say they saw a baseball player hit a home run into their seven hundreds. Right. That's what I mean. But I'm and just so, saying because of the team, folks went knocking down the door. Ain't got nothing. Then you find joy where you can. You you know come sit where you want. Whatever. I what, what time? That. What time the game start? What time can you get here? <laughs> that was the and, bring, and bring your cleats. That was the Braves back in them years, man. Really? So I bring mean, a glove. Yeah. We might need right. you. Can I? Did I ever tell you the story when I was the first time? I just I mean it's along the lines of what you just brought up. There was uh, when you talk about find your own seats. When I used to leave home with my best friend and we jump on the train, I don't know how old I was. Maybe thirteen was probably the oldest where I would travel to the north side of Chicago by ourselves and go to a Cubs game. And we went to one during that season when I was 13 or so and tried to sneak down into chairs. And I didn't know this, and it happened. It was there forever. There were four seats about four rows up from the field right behind or right where the on-deck circle would be where the Cubs would bat. And nobody could sit in those seats. Didn't matter who you were, when you got to the game, could be the ninth inning. Because that's when we usually sneak down. You try to sneak down the eighth inning. They were reserved for Mayor Richard J. Daly. Okay. Those were his seats. And nobody else could sit in them. Okay. The dude was like a minute and a half from passing away. But yet they would let you, they would not give up these. And no other family members could sit in them unless he was there. That's crazy. I just, it's You have a hard time getting away with that today. Stay with me all these years. Sam yeah. and Greg, Sports Radio, 929 The Game. That's valuable property. You're going to sell that ticket. 929thegame.com. Uh, before we get on out of here, and since we brought this up, Eric, I want to bring you in on this. Is what Albert Pujols is, well, let me back up. If you subscribe to the, 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 the belief of some folks that what Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens and Sammy Sosa and those guys all did, was cheating, and you should, you won't give it its due. Is what Albert Pujols is doing baseball-wise during your lifetime the greatest feat, along with Hank Aaron, achieving this? He's busy. Okay, we'll come back to Eric. How about you? What's that now? As far as when we watch Albert Pujols, oh, uh, it's to, to me, whenever we see something like that, it's, it's rare because, first of all, the, the, the longevity – uh, is going to be different. And this coming generation of ball players to me, are not going to play as, play as long. And we always talk about the fact we see somebody that's, that's, you know, getting 300 wins or see somebody hitting 500 home runs or something, you know, take a take an extra snapshot of it because you're not going to see a lot of that going forward. You know, yeah. guys, guys are going to make their money. They're not going to hang out there through injuries and whatnot. They, you know, and they're not going to be allowed to because if you get six, seven innings, you're out. You know a fish I mean? count. So, I mean, that that's the thing. Um, to me, enjoy this. And I think that's why people are making such a – and plus he's been, been a good positive spirit about it all. No conversation you know about I mean? steroids, yeah, none yeah. of that. So I, I mean, so, I think that's the other part of it uh, that, that people are really enjoying. And he's in a town that's – baseball is everything. Yep. Yeah, you know, if he was in some other places where there's other stuff that's going on, but he bounced on, a minute. But you, for the most part, yeah, he spent yeah, most yeah. of his time there in, in St. Louis, yeah. and it's, it makes it even more special that he has come back there to close out the career. And uh, I think that's the thing that people are really enjoying. So I think it's, I think it's a, it's a great picture. It's a tremendous story for this baseball season. And like we said before, we came on the air, he's still got more baseball to play because the Cardinals are winning their yep. division. 
No, I feel I, I feel exactly the same way. Yeah. I'm not one of these to get into this whole debate about whether you want to believe Bonds' numbers and so on and so forth. They are what they are. But what Albert has done, and listen, it's all gravy for me at this point because he passed A-Rod. Yeah, that's, what <laughs> that's he, all I cared that's about. That's what you wanted to do. I didn't care about nothing. As long as A-Rod's looking up at four other guys, and they're all in the 700s. I'm cool with that. I, I really am. But watching him, he's got to get a couple more. Because I didn't want him to, like, just end at 700. It's like Roberto Clemente, the unfortunateness of that season ending, and he got his 3,000th hit, Yeah, and that's it. You know, and he passed in the offseason. So Albert getting this done um, is one of those achievements. And we are, the other one that, that sticks out to me is that when we talk about base dealers and how that's a dying art in, in Major League Baseball, and if you had a guy – who, well, we know he's the greatest leadoff hitter of all time. But when he got to the um when he got to the Mets, he was, you know, like I said, on the on the back nine of his career. But today was the day. Today, Ricky set the New York Yankees record. I said the Mets. I meant the I meant I said the Yankees, I meant the Mets. He set the record, seventy five stolen bases. In a season. In a season. Now in that's not season. his record. Yeah. That's that team's the record. Team's record, yep. I say that to you because at the beginning of the show, you mentioned we lost an, another all-time great this week. Maury Wills. Uh, was known great base dealer with the, the Dodgers teams uh, in the 60s. He, he was like before Lou Brock mm-hmm. was before Ricky Henderson. Yeah. As the guy that was just, you just, just didn't, pitchers just didn't want to see that guy on first base. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? He was known for sliding, you know, fit feet first. first. Yeah. And today we got these guys getting all these injuries because they're diving in. Well, know, they were in the mittens. Yeah, yeah, they, 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 they're, they're doing that, but they're jamming shoulders and they're doing all kind of stuff like that with the head first slide. But he was known for, like, like we call it, a, a hook slide. We will be talking more baseball later on in the show with Corey McCartney. Oh, this is going to be a busy 7 o'clock hour. We got a couple guests. Terrell Thomas is going to join us and Larisha Harris. But up next, the signature feature from the Friday night, 7 p.m., Sam Crenshaw, Chris Parker, and a host of others, including our producer, Eric Slaughter, the Friday night high school scoreboard show. The signature feature is one called School Days. We're going to replay that for you up next. These guys talk to an all-time great, or at least Georgia High School all-time great. Um, not about his pro career, not about his college career, but his time here. And that today, we're going to feature Gordon Beckham. Westminster, you alums of that school and those who follow that program know what kind of quarterback he is. He's going to talk about it with Sam and Chris up next. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com, and take us with you on the Odyssey app.